Dating later in life has changed. We are rethinking and updating what it means to date today. Welcome to the Later Dater Today podcast. You're not late, you're right on time. And now your host and Later Dater guide, Lakshmi. You're on a date and someone shares that they have a strained relationship with their 12-year-old daughter. Or maybe they share that they feel judged because they've never been married. Now, these kinds of reveals or moments of vulnerability are probably coming from a few different places. Maybe they want to be upfront and honest about what's going on for them. Maybe they want to see how you react. Or they've heard that you've got to be vulnerable to build a connection with someone. Now, we are socialized to usually do a few different things when we hear something like this. One, sympathize or maybe try and validate them. Or two, maybe try and relate to them. But if we are dating, there is this third sneaky possibility. We might quietly wonder, do I want to deal with this? And I'm here to tell you that I think there's another way. And that other way is key to being a good later dater. Now, you have to do more than just listen. But you're also not trying to be someone's therapist or coach. You don't have to fix it or solve it or make it better. I think there is this space between listening and trying to problem solve for someone when you're dating, a space full of only things that only you can see because you are trying to get to know someone in a potential romantic context and you have some distance because you don't know this person that well. Like you have a chance to offer someone a genuine and true alternative perspective. And here's what that might sound like. So, okay, you hear that someone has a strained relationship with their 12-year-old daughter. But if you thoughtfully and adeptly probe a bit, you might learn that because someone has a strained relationship with their 12-year-old daughter, that they've been listening to Billie Eilish or learning about Minecraft because, you know, these are the things that she loves. Or you hear that someone feels a bit awkward or judged or perplexed because they've never been married before. And again, if you navigate this a bit differently, you might learn that because of this, this person became remarkably resourceful and dynamic and learned how to fix things around the house by watching videos on YouTube. So how do you get there? First, I recommend asking yourself this question. What skill or ability has this person probably had to cultivate as a result of that challenge? And it could be something super practical or deeply philosophical. Next, ask yourself, what about that person's experience makes you care about them a little bit more and how? Okay, after you ask yourself those things, here's the basic essence of what you might ask the other person. So again, back to the strained daughter relationship. Like, how have you tried to learn more about what your daughter likes? Or what are things that hold your daughter's attention today? So by asking questions like these, you might stumble upon a story or an anecdote that this person did a deep dive to better appreciate Billie Eilish or Minecraft. And for the other example... What sorts of things have you had to figure out or learn because you've never been married? Or what relationships have you had more time and space to build because you didn't marry? 
Now, in both instances, the person might have to think about this because people may have not really asked them this before. And it's important to remember you are not telling the other person what to think. You are simply offering them something to think about. Let me say that again. You are not telling the other person what to think. You are simply offering them something to think about because of the relative distance and lack of knowledge that you bring. Okay, so just chew on that for a second. Now, a decent general piece of advice out there is to withhold judgment and instead be curious about people. And yeah, of course that's right, but that's not actually an easy thing to do. I mean, sure, yeah, don't judge the new coworker, don't judge your neighbors or assume that all people are bad. But in dating, it is different. You are advised to evaluate and rate because at the end of all this, you're supposed to have an idea of whether or not you want to see this person again. So judgment is baked into the whole thing. And we are told that listening is an important skill. But a core skill of a later dater, I think, is specifically learning how to listen to someone's less than perfect past and maybe use it as an opportunity to see things a little bit differently. And I saw this shift time and time again when I was designing singles events back in the day for people who were single again in their 40s and 50s. It's like they wanted to warn people about what had happened until now, not always realizing that what happened could be viewed very differently in the eyes of others. And this is a much bigger idea than just being open-minded or reframing. It's about a chance to help someone else see their self-perceived baggage more as luggage. And by luggage, I mean their life experience that has been sorted and organized and appreciated. And I'll leave you with this quick visual story. If you go to India or other parts of the world, there are these porters at train and bus stations. And typically they're not the biggest men, but they are able to hoist these massive suitcases on their heads. Oftentimes the things they're lifting and carrying are much bigger and heavier than they are. It's kind of a sight to behold. And it's not just that they carry these large parcels and suitcases. They carry them with this ease and urgency and pride. I mean, yeah, they're working hard, but they seem to really understand weight distribution and balance. And yeah, they're throwing in some confidence and experience in there. And I thought of this when I was thinking about the life luggage and baggage we often carry and share with others as people dating later in life. So I share this with you, not because I think you should pick up and carry someone else's baggage on your head, but I want to bring to mind this idea that someone else could have a completely different perception of what is heavy and hard to carry. And yeah, they might even want to carry it. And maybe that's okay. But if we don't learn how to look beyond baggage labels, and see the person that was formed underneath it, then we're not really getting to know other people. Because honestly, I just think it's silly when people say things like, don't judge or like be open-minded. Because I'm sorry, but that's what we do. We judge people, especially in dating. Dating is like ground zero for judgment. 
But what I'm asking you to do is to slow down the judgment and build the skill of looking under all those labels and luggage tags. Yes, I am asking you to become a better baggage handler because yeah, we've all been through shit. I mean, it's hard to have an interesting and big life and not have some scuffs along the way. But if you get good at this, again, you're not coaching or trying to be someone's therapist. You're just trying to help someone have a more expansive view of their past. Well, then what seems like baggage or luggage for you might just be the kind of special cargo that you want to travel with. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit us at thelaterdatertoday.com. And if you want to take these concepts and really, really apply them to your dating life today as a later dater, please reach out to me to book a discovery call. We'll see you next time.